previously on Dread and Breakfast. All right, now let me out. Auf Wiedersehen! And uh, Hannes runs and slams his body into the door to open it. Are you still coming to save me? You're finally able to kind of like tell that it's a small female child. Whoa, what? My name's Melanie. You guys pick up one of the files, C169. They went with their nuclear option and they iced him. I have a theory! Oh no. <laughs> you see, Melanie, her eyes are just yellow. Fuck! Yep. <laughs> Her chest opens. Her rib cage turns into teeth. Thank you. You all texted me numbers. Oh, they're different. No! They're different. <laughs> and so you all leap into a door. Yeah. Ah! <laughs> no! Hey, Hannes. Hello. How's it going? Uh, it's not my best day ever. Why? You're just in a dark, scary corridor alone with you and your pet dog. Like I said, not my best day, but also not my worst day. I do have my companion here with me, so that's nice at least. (laughs) You find yourself in a dark, dark corridor. Even emergency lights are not on. The blast shield door has just slammed shut behind you. You can kind of hear, based on the steps you take, that the floor is, uh, once again, that uh, metal grating. And yeah, everything is dark. I think you have a flashlight? Yes, I do. Okay, so this corridor is unlike the other ones where... You could walk maybe like four people abreast and it wouldn't be like soup. You wouldn't be in people's way. Um, This one, narrow, narrow and confined. The walls on either side of you are like within arm's reach. Hey, don't look at me. You're the one that picked this one, not me. (laughs) That's not my fault. So like the walls are within arm's reach of you when you're in the middle. Like you could if I mean, you are a very big man, to be fair. Yes, but, a mountain of a man. But you could reach out and touch them. Uh, this hallway goes down for quite some ways. Uh, you see like a door at the opposite end uh, and you see doors on either side. And you notice that the doorways in this hallway are all outlined in yellow. Okay, and there's two there's two of them? Yeah, there's uh there's two doors almost immediately and then two more sets of doors on your way. It's like a six six door hallway with the seventh at the end. Oh, oh I see. Okay. It's a very long hallway. Mm-hmm. What it lacks in width, it makes up for in length. Hmm. Do I hear anything? Yes. It's muffled, but you hear the howling of some big creature behind you. 
Behind the door that just closed. Behind the door that just closed. You take a second and you you hear a like boom on that door as like something very heavy pounds on it. Um, how is Gunter reacting to all of this? We have not checked in with Gunter for a while. We have not checked in on Gunter for a while. Uh Gunter followed you instinctively. Gunter wanted away. He's such a good boy. Gunter's eyes are wide and there's like flecks of foam at the corners of his mouth. He seems very freaked. I think we would go a few paces down the hallway yeah. and I would crouch down with Gunter and and give him some reassuring pats and kind of just say to him, all right, Gunter, this has been very stressful, but now it's time for the mission. We've got some people we've got to rescue and that includes us. Again, on the door. You know what to do. We've got this. We are a team, you and me, and there are people out there that are relying on us. Gunter, like, you you look at Gunter and you have, like, this, this moment where you guys connect. And then, boom, again on the door. Hannes. <laughs> yes. I need you to make me three pulls. Three. Oh shit. Okay. Well, it's a brand new tower, so it's actually, it's a brand new tower. That's fine. I I can make these three oh, okay. pulls for then, you. Okay. No I'd big like, deal. Wait. Uh, oh, it's not okay. I'd like four then. All right. Sure. Sure. That's great. I love it. There's one. Oh, this is amazing. And two. I don't know why I decided to pull the second to bottom <laughs> on the first pull. But that's what occurred. That's fine. All right. What's up? There's four. Perfect. Okay. Thanks, Hannes. That's great. Um, <laughs> Anytime. <laughs> I guess perk to going first in the the solo adventure, you know? That's you, true. Yep. You're definitely not going to die uh, from introducing yourself. I'm not going to die at all. That's that's my, my main objective. You keep saying that. If you say that enough times, it pro- it might come true, you know? You know, I am, I am not really a believer in the manifesting, but you do need to have a certain mindset in order to see your goals through to accomplishment. And uh, I believe in... Uh, um, what's, what, what, what is the word in English for it? Um, <laughs> accountability. <laughs> Oh, interesting, Hannes. This is a, a, as good a time as any as you walk down the hallway, Hannes, with this mm-hmm. like pounding, uh, resounding and like reverberating throughout the room. Um, like the floor trembles with each pound. It it sends like vibrations up your legs a little bit. Uh, how's Hannes doing? Like mentally, where's Hannes at? Hannes is kind of angry. <laughs> Earlier, he was pissed at the situation, and now he is a little angry at Ava, um, Mm. and also angry at himself, I think, a little bit, because he knew what was going on, but, I mean, he had to listen to Ava. She's his commander and in charge of of the team, Um, but he is feeling... Like he should have spoken up sooner and said something and or, or, or maybe defied her a little more because we could have gotten away from this situation. But he does not ruminate on that for very long because there's no use in wallowing in that now when there is a goal to be achieved and that is to escape and to rescue the others eventually as well. Still like very utilitarian in his thinking. Like, you Absolutely. know, this is mm-hmm. not this emotion doesn't really serve any purpose at the moment. So like 
compartmentalize. To borrow a phrase from Indigo, he's filing it away for later. <laughs> <laughs> okay, perfect. Um, then, yeah, so you're you're just walking down the hallway. Uh, you doing anything with the doors or are you going to the one? Are you just getting out of here? Yeah, he would probably try one of the doorknobs. Sure. The door will swing open. Uh, I'm sorry. Would you like the left or right door? And then like one, two or three in your row. Oh, so many choices. <laughs> I think he would try the first one on the right, the one that's closest to him. Okay. Again, there doesn't seem to be any power to this whole wing. Everything's just off. Yeah, because Indigo shut it off, that bastard. Well, you have to, you got to cut your losses at some point, And Indigo doesn't know that you guys are player characters. <laughs> <laughs> so you open this door and you see... Two miniature, like, Tesla coils, one at each end of the room, but there's no, like, electricity or anything going through them. And it's just the room with two Tesla coils. Just looks like two Tesla coils. Okay, I move to the next door. (laughs) Are you going to go through all six? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Until I find something advantageous to myself, yes. (laughs) That's fair. Oh, I guess recap of you, as I remember... You've got a fork. Uh huh. You've got a dog. And you and the dog both have ghost armor, basically. Yeah, we've got kick ass ghost suits on. Yeah. I also have a variety of like spice jars full of metal. Uh, I have gunpowder yep. and silver and uh-huh. the mixed one. And I have a whistle. You should just blow the whistle. I mean, why not? The whistle is for the dog. Okay. And the dog is with me, so there's no reason to, to blow the whistle. That's, I mean, that's a logical conclusion to draw. Um, <laughs> I don't like the way you said that. <laughs> uh, so yeah, you, you you go across the hallway. Again, another boom. This time you start to hear the sound of like a metal on metal kind of like whine. Mm, like the door is starting to give. That's a logical conclusion to draw. Uh, But no, you go over to the other door that's still very close to that, and you give it an open. This one's different than the Tesla coil room because there are no Tesla coils in it. The floor is, like, covered in these runes, in those, like, like symbols and sigils. They're, like, all over the floor, and then they kind of just, like, seep up onto the walls and, like, go Mm. in this, like weird spirally pattern up like cascading up to the ceiling and like there's this big like like pitch black zone in the middle of the ceiling but it's not powered so it's not doing anything no but do the do the signs match what's embroidered on my suit Ooh, that's an interesting question um it's like layers of them have been like written out and like some carved, some just like written. So it would take you maybe a minute to figure that out. Would you like to take the time to do so? I mean, I'm not trying to like translate here, but I just like do th- if they look similar. Okay. Yeah. Um, make me a pull, honest. Make me All right. A- That's worth it to me. It's a spicy pull. This is a, this is a fun thing. Ooh. <laughs> All right. All right, great. Okay. I want to enter the room and, like, where I can find a match, I want to touch that portion of my suit to the rune in the room. Oh, fascinating. Okay. Yeah, you do that. 
and you get like like the tiniest spark, like like almost like static shock between the two. What happens if I match part of Gunter's with another one of mine and just like try and match as many as I can simultaneously at one point? Um, so you won't be able to power whatever's going on in this room that that wouldn't happen but like you do that and you get like a bigger like like all the hair on Gunter like stands on end and like all your hair kind of like like the Albert Einstein for like half a second okay good good to know this is good knowledge okay yeah um is there anything else in this room any sort of like intercom system or any more of those shoots this one specifically no but as you like start thinking about shoots, you look in the hallway and you notice that there's one like in the middle of the hallway in the ceiling. It is yellow and it is not big enough for the mountain of a man that is Hannes to get through. <laughs> my Achilles heel is my size. Um, I move to the next room. Sure. Um, this one's filled with glass of like all kinds of like shapes and sizes like uh most is made into like jars or bottles uh you shine your light on it and it's like a dark green almost but there's something strange about it it seems kind of like iridescent almost like like mercury kind of like passing through the glass and that's that's like what this room is like filled with it's almost like a storage room and it's just these, like, glass jars of varying sizes. I guess some of it's not jars. Some of them are, like, boxes. Some of them are just glass panes. But as you're shining your light around, you notice that some of them are, like, stopped with, like, like a metal stopper in the top. And it seems to be, like, melted. And it's, like, melted in. And there's runes similar to the ones that are on your your jacket, like, pressed into what would have been like very like liquid metal like molten silver and in those ones and only those ones you see weird things you see like a doll you see a skull you see a bloody handkerchief and like old timey woman's white gloves you see like a crib there's a crib in one of them. It's a bigger oh. one. It's like a box more. But yeah. Is there is there like an empty one that I could bring with me and then later like close off? Like if I were trying to put something in one of these, could I close it? Um, I don't know how Hannes would melt metal, but... Um, I mean, my good friend has some magnesium, <laughs> and she definitely owes me a solid or two. I mean, hey, that's fair. Uh, yeah, if that's what you'd like to do. I mean, you can definitely, there are like various sizes of them. You can get like mason jars, you know? I would want something that could fit a small child. <laughs> Interesting. Um as you're like looking around this room for something of that specific <laughs> dimension, you start to see that in the ones that are sealed, like smoke or like a like a fog starts to like emanate out of the objects, but it's contained within the jars. 
Christine really wants to break these jars, but Hannes would never. <laughs> so you're still looking around for like that that optimum kid-sized prison. Uh, and you start to see like things that aren't the glass bottles because like the smoky ones are kind of like taking up most of your, your mm-hmm. radar. Uh, and you start to see like papers. And I would say the, uh, one of them, the one that it was a doll... The fog has filled up the whole of the jar, and it's as though, like, the mist is, like, coiling itself in this one particular place to look like a face. And you kind of see, like, two eyes in the fog that are watching you. Okay. All right. Um, yeah, papers. What are the, what are the papers saying to me? The papers explain to you that this is uh, silver glass. You see uh, a note it is written from copper. It, it's just a memo that talks about how this glass is made, how you have to like imbue it with like particles of silver, and that's what gives it its um, containment mm. properties. Um, and the very cool thing about this glass is that even though it is, it can contain an oddity, you can still see them and they can still be observed once they're inside. Cool. Yeah. Um, I'm going to figure out which one would be reasonable to take with me. Uh, and you're looking for something that could contain a child? I I mean... Because <laughs> that would be like a big... You, you're going to be carrying around like, yeah, you know... No, I, I clock the idea in my head, but I'm going to take something smaller mm-hmm. that's a little easier to carry. Uh, what size mason jar do you want? They got lots. Let's do 16 ounces. I don't... <laughs> Cool. You got a 16-ounce mason jar. Uh, I guess this would, you... would have to be in milliliters, wouldn't I? Uh... <laughs> That's fair. It could, it's it's a 500-milliliter... Uh... Yes, this is good. 500 milliliters. You see another post-it note on the box that where you, where you like, pick this out of? It's a memo from uh, Marigold just saying that uh, this is a waste of spending. We don't need this many uh, silver jars. Get no, he wouldn't. He wouldn't take a full one. I don't think. I really want to take one that has something in it and like see what happens later. But I don't know if Hannes would do that. I think that he has seen enough crap and has enough. I to think do. Hannes wants to leave. <laughs> yeah, I think Hannes Hannes wants to go to the next room. Okay, you go into the uh, the fourth room and it is locked. And again, you hear this like boom. Okay, fifth door. <laughs> okay, uh, make me a pull as you hear that that boom coming through the hallway. Okay, here we go. Thank you. <laughs> Your pull, good sir. Yeah, so you you hear the metal starting to like creak and grate, and it's it's very unpleasant. But yeah, you get to the fifth room; it's also locked. Okay, number six. Okay. You hear another boom, and I need another pull. <laughs> <laughs> it's the finale. I gotta be mean. Hey, I got a fresh tower. I'm, I'll make your pulls. No big deal. That's fair. Yeah, yeah. No, you're just you're just making everyone else's you know, life hell. I'm gonna gain as much information as I can. Um, yeah. No, that's fair. Okay, so the sixth door opens, and in this door, you see. It's weird. They're doing more stuff with electricity in here. You see like a lightning rod and a Tesla coil. But again, neither of them are powered at the moment. And that's all that's in this room? That's all that's in this room. 
Okay, then I go to the seventh door down at the end of the hallway. You open the seventh door, and you are in a room that is filled to bursting with mirrors. Hannes doesn't know this, <laughs> but eagle-eared listeners will know that this is very similar to the rabbit warren containment yeah. uh, protocol in our previous story, Spectrophobia. However, it's on a much smaller scale. And also, I will say, not a maze. It's not like a continuing spiral down to the center. Like, there's there's mirrors all over the place, but there is a door at the other end of the room that you can just walk to. Right now, you are not reflected in any of the mirrors, but you're not facing any of them. The floor is a metal grating. Gunter starts to growl. His hackles come up. I... Can I tell if the door that I am seeing is real or if it's a reflection? Hmm. Make me a pull. Okay. Yeah, it's fine. I don't know. I, there's no reason to be nervous. Alright. Yeah, so you're you're looking at this and you're staring at it and then an idea pops into your head uh, and you reach into your your pocket and what's a spare thing that Hannes might have on him that's not one of your I mean it could be one of the things that you have already if you want to use that oh just something else that I would have oh I'm sure I have a carabiner clipped to my cargo pants okay so Hannes you take out your carabiner and you chuck it at the door and it hits a door and it doesn't break glass um I look at Gunther and tell him sit and I enter the room As you pass by the first mirror, uh, it's just a plain old mirror. You see your reflection. No, no problem. You give yourself a little, a cheeky wave. Actually, I don't think Hannes would do that. I would do like a bro nod. (laughs) Yeah, you would, you nod to yourself. You're like, I need a shave, but I am otherwise (laughs) satisfied. No, Uh, no, 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 no. Hannes has a huge beard. Excuse me. That's fair. Okay. I'm having to reimagine Hannes now in my brain, actually. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I did not see Hannes (laughs) with a beard, but okay. Yeah. Like, he's a big, burly dude. Okay. Okay. I'm picturing now, like, more lumberjack than I was before. (laughs) All right. You pass the first mirror. You see yourself. You're like, yep, beard looks great. Nod to yourself. You pass the second mirror. Nothing weird. You walk past the third mirror, and this is like you're halfway through. Let's say there's five mirrors between you and the door, and something's wrong. Because you're not like, Hannes isn't vain. You're not like watching your reflection as you're not. You're, you're just going. And out of this one, out of the corner of your eye, you notice that something isn't right. What isn't right? Are you going to look? Yes. So you, you turn to look... And the thing in the mirror turns, too. Its movements are kind of jerky, as though it's being marionetted around. It has a blank, bone-white face. Its silhouette is still that of, of Hannes. It is a mountain of a thing, but it's all bone-white and almost like mannequin-esque and as as you turn to look at it it looks at you with a blank face and it starts to move even though you're not moving and it puts its hands out but they're reversed it's like its palms are the backs of its hand 
and it has like fingers, articulated fingers, which are also like completely backwards. And it starts to like press on the mirror, and you see like the glass start to like push out a little bit. I dodge out of the way of its grasp, and I think I would just kind of dart away from it. Okay. Are you just going to run to the other door? If I can make it. Okay. So you you keep going, and it pushes through the mirror. First one hand, and then the other, and they kind of, like, grab onto the grating on the floor, and it pulls itself out with these, like, very, like, jerky, like, puppeteered motions. And you hear it kind of, like, clatter to the floor as it comes out, and it gets up, and you hear a voice inside your head. No. And it says, Where are you going? I don't talk back to it. I reach into my pocket and I prepare the shaker of metal. Okay. And I'm going to keep heading towards the door, allowing it to, to draw closer to me. Okay. Uh, make me a pull to get there before it gets on you. Okay. <laughs> it's going to be fine. This is not even the worst uh, maze that I have this been in. This isn't the worst thing you've seen this all day. This is not the worst thing I've seen all day, and not, not the worst things that I've escaped from, and this is fine. Okay. Uh, so you you get to the door, and you, you're able to turn around. And this thing's kind of like, again, its motions aren't natural, so it, walking seems difficult. It seems almost like it's puppeteered. But it is coming towards you, and it's saying, You have every right to be angry. She should have listened to you. No! Oh, I hate that! You should be the leader. You clearly know what's best. As it's like shambling towards you. Hannes is just, he's using his mental energy to continue to discern truth from lie in what this thing is saying. He's not interacting with it, but he's waiting and waiting for it to, to get closer to him until he could potentially strike it. It's like saying these things and it's like it's getting closer to you. And as it gets closer to you, you realize that it's like its silhouette was kind of a lie and it's starting to like grow bigger than you. And it's like leaning forward towards you and it's like leaning down to get to your level. And it's like trying to like come at you. Why don't they listen to you? You have such Good ideas. Why don't they listen to you, Hannes? Why don't you listen to this? And I pull the <laughs> whistle out of my pocket. I blow the whistle and I throw the metal in its face. Oh shit! Okay. Um. I mean, I need a pull for that. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Absolutely. I will pull for this. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Cool. Um, what up? successful pull. Okay, so yeah, you do that, and this thing, like, reels back, and again, it starts to, like, melt where the metal hits it. You hit it, like, right in its face, and the face starts to, like, melt off, and you see there's nothing behind this, like, bone white exterior, and it seems like it's made of bones. 
even without a face, its like arms are still moving towards you. You notice something about the room. What do I know? What do I notice? Well, there's something that you can only notice from this side because it's behind a mirror by this door, but there is a like glass panel, and on it, uh, well, I guess to read it in this this like bullet time that we're in, I would need a pull. Oh yes, I will pull for that. <laughs> <laughs> Make the tower so bad for everyone. Uh, you else. know, it's fine. Oh, <laughs> you're doing fine. So yeah, you you see, it says breaking case of ghost. Cool. Um, yeah, I smash the glass. There is a lever. I pull the lever. Also, do I see Gunter like coming around the corner? Gunter is running towards. Okay. Me. As soon as I see Gunter, I'm gonna pull the lever, and I'm also gonna just like sweep my feet under the like feet bones of this, and just like try and topple it because I'm wearing this suit, so, and I've heard that I can touch Ooh. it. So I just want to try and knock it off balance so that Gunter can like jump over and we can get out yeah, of here. Yeah. Okay. So you pull the lever, and even though the power's off, you hear like a a small fizzing sound for a second. And then water starts pouring out of the sprinkler system. And you and Gunter and this thing are getting soaked. But as the water hits this white manifestation, it starts to like smoke and fizz and pop. And you sweep its legs and it falls down and it tries to get up. But it's like its joints start melting and it can't. And you see as Gunter like runs to you, Gunter passes one of the mirrors also, and you see like a bone Gunter start to come no. out of the mirror, and it starts to like make a lunge for Gunter, but these this water cascades over it and it, like it melts off its snout like right before it can get to you. Get away from my dog! <laughs> and Gunter gets to you like jumps over this guy and you're you're able to continue onwards. Yeah, we slip out through the door. We're gone. Oh, no! You slip out through this door and you find that you are in another corridor again, uh metal grating and it's good that it's here because the sprinkler system is also going off in this corridor. Cool. You and Gunter are like thoroughly soaked. By the end of this, the sprinkler system goes for like a solid two minutes. There are no doors here. It's just kind of like a like a circular hallway. It's going to make a wide like loop, but like loop back 180 degrees, if that makes sense. Like an arc. It does like a rainbow. Okay, yeah. We're running. It takes a while, actually. This hallway is pretty long, and you're kind of just putting distance between you and whatever was in that room. And right as you get close to the end, you see, like, a a door. And then you feel everything, like, it's like when the elevator fell and landed. Everything just kind of, like, shifts suddenly and dramatically. And you feel this gigantic explosion happen. Oh, shit. And... That's where we'll leave. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're welcome. So, Gavin. Yes? 
you find yourself in a completely pitch black hallway. You can feel the chair that Emery is slumped in in front of you. That's good. I brought my friend. That's true. Um, but you you can see nothing as you hear like this blast door just like seal shut with a bang behind you. Cool. I look deep into my heart for the light of inspiration, of which I feel I have three. <laughs> for light, can I see now? Uh, yeah. Gavin, uh, for entering this hallway, make me two pulls, and uh, then you have a flashlight. Well, that's not inspiration. That's pulls. That's different. Oh, my. That was bad acting. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not even going to pretend. I saw this tower a minute ago before we started recording. You made so many pulls with Christine, and now I'm very scared. Jacob, I didn't make any pulls with Christine. You made Christine I, make so many Christine pulls. Christine chose all of her pulls. She could have opted out of any one of them. Fair. But she didn't have any inspiration to help her. This is true. You have inspiration. You don't need poles. Yes. What do you need poles for? You have inspiration. Exactly. I get free light, is what you're saying. Of course. You still just have to make two poles for coming into the hallway, though. Okay. Hello, tower. Ooh. Okay. That's, okay. That's, that's a good one. Yeah. You guys, I don't know why you'd even be upset. There's. We haven't even entered the danger zone yet. Okay. It's fine. So, yeah, Gavin, you burn up one of your inspiration things, and in your hand appears... No. Um, and you, you remember that Emery always kept one of those little keychain flashlights on uh, his keychain. And so you go through your friend's pockets, and you grab a keychain light. Do I find any snacks while I'm there? Of course. Emery always has snacks on him. Excellent. I would like to munch whatever it is. Uh, it's Reese's peanut butter cups, but the but the Reese's pieces variety. Excellent. It's like two candies in one. That's twice the snack. Yeah, it's like it's like Very what efficient. if Reese's but M and M's, and then inside also a Reese's. Yes, the good Reese's peanut butter cups. Uh, you shine your light around. You're in a long, but not super narrow. This is like. About the same kind of width as the hallways before, which I was imagining were like four to five people could walk abreast and it wouldn't be an issue. Okay. Um, so you're in a fairly spacious place. There's no doors or anything. There's still that weird metal grating on the floors. And there is a door at the far end of the hallway. Can I hear anything through the door behind me or around me? behind you uh and you hear like a great big howling of a, a very large creature cool and then after about a couple of seconds you hear a bam cool so it's time to go i will go down the hallway to my only option the other door that's fair um yeah you uh you, you also notice i guess i'll i'll give you more you notice in like the ceiling like a red shoot outlet. Into the hallway? Into the hallway. Interesting. Even if it was people-sized, I can't get my good friend Emery, who I would never forget about, <laughs> up that chute. So I'm going to have to run forward. I mean, you could ditch Emery if you really wanted to. People do worse things when they're very scared. This is true. But 
we love each other, and he has the snacks. That's true. If you ditch Emory, you do ditch your infinite snack machine. I had to work so hard to get you to admit that, so <laughs> I gotta keep him around. That's fair. Okay. Um, yeah, you go, uh, you go on through to the other door, and you're in another, like, office kind of room. Well, not office, I shouldn't say that, but you're in a room with, like, several desks. There is one computer on one of the desks on the right, uh, and then along that wall, you see four tanks, uh, like, cylinder, uh... Imagine human cloning is real, and then it's the size that you would grow a person in. Like from Futurama? Yeah, like from Futurama. Are there frozen people in it? There are not frozen people in it. Are there thawed people in it? No, there's uh, there's no people in it at all. There's, um, again, there's no light in this, in anything, anywhere. Like, the only light is your, your little keychain flashlight, and green light which seems to be coming from like the bottom of these tubes lighting them up Mm. so there's five tubes i may have said a different number before but now there's five and there were always five in the one on the far left the one that's furthest away from you there is a like large white sack in the center that's like floating uh has Gavin ever seen a spider egg sack before? I'm sure somewhere in movies or dusty corners of the base or something. It looks like a really big one of those. Cool. The next tube has like a small tarantula in it, kind of just floating. Takes you a minute to find that one if you're looking. The tube after that has a larger tarantula and bigger and bigger and then the fifth tube weird thing strange it's like broken in half and like the bottom is on the floor and like the green lights kind of like flickering and there's like water and stuff in that area uh and the floor in this room again same as the hallway that like weird metal grating Ooh, great, 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 great. Um, I don't know what for. You sound Jacob. You sound distressed. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, how big is the spider? The largest spider still in the tube. Uh, you know, like a cocker spaniel, mediumish dog, a medium small sized dog. Okay, so like the. The other one is, like, medium. So, like, big spider, but not, like, big spider. I mean, um, like a dog-sized spider. Yeah, so, like, big, but not, like, big. You know what I mean? Like, bigger than it should be. Not, like, second Harry Potter movie big. Yeah, not, like, eating a city spider. No, but, like, eating a person-sized for sure. Yeah, still unsettling. Um... <laughs> Cool. I'm sorry, did I have to make the spider gargantuan for to really scare you? No, I just wanted, you know, to know about what size enemy I might be facing. Okay. Um and I thought it might be bigger, which is That's fine. fine. This is this is hopefully a manageable size. Um Yeah, I'd like to I'd assume frantically scan the room for 
a loose giant spider or anything else that might be of use. Sure. I'll give you an option. You can make me up to three pulls, and for each pull you make, you notice something else. Huh. You're bringing some strategy into this game. I like this. I'm giving you some fun options. Yes. Now I understand how the tower got to be the way it is. Oh, I didn't do this for Christine at all. Christine just had lots of pulls. <laughs> okay, that's one pull. Okay, so you've made one pull. Are you pull- Oh, you're going for all three? That's two pulls. And... Are you going to do the third? Oh my, okay. I like information, Bob. That's... I fair, I guess. Yeah, okay. Especially when it's about a big, giant, scary spider. The first thing you notice is you're you're kind of like you're you're scanning the room, and you do see like a pair of human legs lying under uh, one of the desks, and it's a very dead person. Their tummy has been kind of like eaten. They're, its insides are on the outsides, you know. Yeah, great. Um, so that's the first thing you notice. That was like the, that's the most obvious thing uh, in the zone. The second thing you notice is you notice another, uh, like when you come in the room in like the, the top right corner, you see another like, like the beginnings of a web. With that one, you also notice there seem to be like papers and things on the desk. And just like, just with a quick glance at like the headings, it looks like they describe the process of making this thing. You see the words Bigfoot in like very big and bold text. Hmm. What that means, who knows? Uh, (laughs) I'm so happy you picked the spider corridor, Jacob. Uh, And then in the far left corner, but like scuttling towards you, you see a golden retriever sized spider. Great. And I don't have any weapons, do I? Checking my notes. I don't think you do. Cool. Does Emery have any weapons? Emery is a pacifist. <laughs> I guess that makes sense as a medic. Yeah. Uh, great. Is there anything... There are chairs. Yes. I throw... No, I grab a chair. I don't... Chair is shield. I grab a chair and hold it out in front of me. Okay. This is shield chair now. Okay. Uh, yeah, you grab you grab another chair. Uh, the spider is scuttling towards you, and it's going to try to, like, grab at the uh, chair. I need you to make me a pull. Cool. It's like scuttling down right. the center aisle, coming for you. Skitter, skitter, skitter. Scuttle, scuttle, scuttle. I guess, do you push Emery at the spider, or are you using? Are you grabbing a different office no, chair? No, this is a different chair. Okay, I'm just Emery, I sure. hope I slid behind me maybe to try to protect or yeah okay something like that because i definitely didn't forget he was there no of course not you could never forget about your good good friend emery i've done it this part of like it like lashes out with its front two legs and you hear it's like mandibles kind of like snap and snap uh and it actually gets like a good grip on the chair and like pulls with like what you would think surprising strength for a spider but you're able to, like, twist the chair legs, like, out of its grip. In doing so, you kind of, like, smack it on the head, and it's, it's like, dazed for a second. Can I run at it with the chair in front of me and try to pin it against the wall? <laughs> Possibly even squish it? 
hopefully squish it? Uh, yeah, you can try to, like, push it up against the wall with this. Um, make me two pulls. This sounds correct. If you would like to pierce it with one of the chair legs, Jacob, make me five pulls. Oh, that's so many pulls. Five pulls to murder, two pulls to pin. I'm going to do two for now and try to do a less risky murder. Okay. <laughs> that's so many pulls, Bob. I, it's the finale, baby. I got to get that tower back I'm in. I'm so glad I'm not last. <laughs> Perfect. I believe that's two. Yeah, so you you take the chair and you're... you. It's weird because, like, it's hard to see in this room because there's only, like, a little bit of light coming from the tanks. And really, that only, like, lights up ambient, like, greenish light to, like, the whole zone. So you're just kind of, like, pushing this, like, black shape across the floor. And it's, like, it's trying to find purchase with the grating. But its feet are just, like, a little bit too big to, like, fit in the grating to really, like, give it that, like, grip that it needs. Uh, And so you're able to kind of, like, push it across the floor and, like, up against the far wall. Is there anything stabby near this wall? Like a fire axe in the wall, maybe? Ooh, or... That's interesting. Make me a pull. We'll do this. I will. I pretty much always pull for weaponry. That's true. You always pull to find a weapon, and I appreciate that about you. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know what? In classic orcs fashion, there is a glass panel set into this wall that says break in case of escape. This is definitely an escape, so I will break it. Holding spider guy against the wall with one arm Mm -hmm. and break with the other. Uh, Inside, there is a fireman's axe. Excellent. And now that axe is inside the spider's head. That's going to require a pull, my friend, but yes. I will do this. Oh. It's done. Okay. So you have it, like, pinned with the chair, right? But you have to move the chair to hit it with the axe because you can't, like, get, like, leverage around the chair and the legs. So as you move the chair, you come at it with the axe. And as you, like, you sink the axe into its spidery brain, you feel, like, the hair bristles as, like, two of its feet flail out at you. And it gets you across your arm and that cut uh, starts to like burn cool but you you have murdered the spider excellent um I would like to look around the room for information you said there's papers hopefully there's something about it's venom or is something like that information about what it just has done to me? Yeah, 100%. There, I mean, it could also just be burning because it's a fresh cut. Like, fresh cuts burn all the time. I'd like to know for sure. Oh, well, that's that's no fun, but okay. Uh, so, yeah, oddly enough, the papers on top of the desk where the corpse is. We still haven't really addressed that, but there is a corpse in the room. Well, there's there were two, more pressing matters. There's two corpses now, I guess. But You're welcome. <laughs> three if you count Emery? Is Emery dead? We don't know. Probably fine. I'm sure he's fine. Yeah. <laughs> you, start, you start rifling through these papers, 
and you're just scanning for like big bold words because you're trying to figure out like what this thing is. So you don't have time to read like all of it. It's like a very like official looking report. But the gist that you get is that it looks like they were crossing like tarantula, scorpion, and Bigfoot DNA for some reason. And that's how they got these things. So that cool. that kind of maybe gives you the uh, the idea. Yeah, that implies some poison for sure. And and as you're reading this, and you're you're going like, oh fuck, the sprinkler system goes off. Interesting. And suddenly, the whole room is kind of like doused in water, and it does absolutely nothing for this room. <laughs> great uh, hopefully somewhere else is now not on fire so that's good exactly just like the floor it's washing some blood away presumably some spider guts uh-huh yeah it's it, that's helpful this water is like yeah yeah this it's giving your arm a nice relaxing mist the papers now are unreadable though hmm okay I, i'm trying to decide if i gavin or i jacob know anything about scorpion or spider poison, and what to do about it. And I don't think either of us does. So as you're thinking about that, and as the water is coming down, you hear from the the chair... Ooh, he's not dead. You hear... <gasps> and Emery starts awake. And he's like, what the f... Uh, Gavin? What? Yeah, Emery, Emery, you're 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 up. You're okay. How do you do? You feel okay? Can you you got all your fingers and toes? You can feel your limbs and other normal first aid stuff to ask. Should should I not have my uh fingers and toes? Uh, no, they're all still there. Just there was the the crash and there's some stuff has happened. There there could be some trauma. Are you Where's... you feeling okay? I'm a bit. Confused? Um, yeah, that me too. Um, do we helicopter crash? We're in a ghost jail. Uh, there's a giant uh dog spider, but it's dead now, so don't worry about that. But it uh-huh. may also be part scorpion, and it did scratch me. So just real quick, do you know? Do you have any scorpion antidotes or anything in your med kit? So you you say kind of like the magic words there, where you 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 give. Emery a problem that he can focus on that isn't where the fuck am I? What the fuck's happening? It's oh my friend is hurt. I can fix that. And Emery's like, yeah, uh, oh yeah, scorpion venom. That should just be um um to the actual doctors that listen to this podcast and uh know real medical science, we're gonna hand wave some stuff because i don't know that there's actually a cure for scorpion venom or if it's poison i don't fucking and even if there was my boy who's in the arctic wouldn't have scorpion antidote or like anti-venom or whatever the fuck so he's gonna slap some neosporin on that shit <laughs> and we're gonna call that good enough yeah, I mean, it's the best you can do. It's better than nothing. Yep. 
He cleans the wound and he he liberally uh, lubes it up with some Neosporin uh, and then he like wraps it in gauze. And you have this like it's like the length of your forearm. But yeah, that's that's what you got. Great. While we're doing this, I filled him in on some necessary details and stuff about what happened that we all remember. And then as he's wrapping up, um, and, and then we got split up and, um, I'm here, but the others went somewhere else. And I don't know, we gotta, we we should probably try to get back together and find a way out. Um, so I guess we should keep moving. Okay. Uh, so there's three doors in this room, one on each wall, because one wall is taken up by tanks. Cool. Well, we're not going backwards. That's fair. Do any of the other two doors have any writing, labeling, color coding? Both doors have red borders on the door frame. Actually, technically, I guess all three doors do. Not that helpful. Do any of them have windows seem to lead to like a main corridor or something like that? Yeah. So when you first walked in the room to the right, there were um, there were the tanks of uh, spiders of varying degree and size. And on the left, uh, there was a door with like a grate that shows another hallway. And then straight ahead where there is now a dead spider, there was a door uh, that does not have a window. As intriguing as that door is, I think we're going to head to the hallway okay, and try to get our bearings or see if we can at least figure out what's going on. You go into this hallway and it's, again, that metal grating. The sprinkler system was on for a, a solid, like, two minutes. So everything's kind of, like, damp. Even out here, the sprinkler still worked. And it starts to kind of slope down. It's very subtle. Emery's like, I thought we were on the second floor. It, does it go deeper? Didn't we want to go up? Um, yeah, let's turn around, I guess. Does does the hallway go the other way? Like, were we in the middle of the hallway when we came in? Or was that the spider room, the end of the hall? The spider room was the end of the hall. Spooky. Um, I mean, maybe... Maybe it'll start coming up at some point, you know, like maybe it, maybe it's like a dip down around something. Yeah, or maybe it, it goes down to some sort of hub or interchange. I mean, it's got to connect up to, to something. I mean, it's either this or we go back. Um, I don't want to go back based on what you said. I don't think that's a good option. <laughs> Emery's talking about going back to the the room with C-169. Orchid. Yeah, um, I guess we don't really have any other option. We just gotta push forward. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll, uh, you know, I'm with you, buddy. And you guys keep going, and the slope starts to, like, increase until it's like a, like a 10 degree incline. Like, not super steep, but, like, you know, definitely to the point where you're feeling it. Yeah. And then, just as you're thinking, maybe we should turn around, you hear 
the screech of like like metal on metal and you hear this like boom from far away and like down as this colossal explosion happens everything goes white for you that's where we're gonna leave you oh great cool thanks (laughs) great well bye have fun marissa You find yourself in a pitch black hallway. All the lights are off. Uh, The emergency lights aren't even on. And you hear a slam of a metal blast door falling shut behind you. Ava, I need you to make me two pulls. Two pulls. As you hear this howling cry come from this like huge thing on the other side of the blast door. Oh no. Oh. And that's okay. quickly followed by a slam <laughs> as something like large and like very solid hits the door. Oh no. Okay. Okay. Let me look at this tower. Yes. Yeah, give it a look. It was oh fresh. Oh my god. What did those <laughs> chuckle fucks do? Why is it this bad? I Holy gave them shit. options. The one the one row only ha Oh my god. Yeah, it's great. It looks fine. You're going to be fine. I have to make two? Yep. I am already doomed. So this really shouldn't <laughs> it really shouldn't matter that much. Yeah. I feel like Oh, that's fine. I, it's making it worse for everyone else, though, which I, I already did kind of ruin their life a little bit. I so know. I'm that's... so excited. Okay. Okay. I've done Ooh. it. Excellent. Okay. You hear like a heavy slam against the door behind you and you hear metal start to like kind of creep. Oh, no, thank you. Um, is do I do I do I see the emergency light? switch there is no light whatsoever cool and great and neat i would like to get away from the door that is buckling towards me and um do you have a flashlight oh i do have a flashlight yeah i want to turn that shit on oh i'm panicking you have a flashlight (laughs) you it's it's okay you uh yeah you click on your flashlight and you see like a small corridor. This one's kind of different than most of the ones that you've seen up until this point. Oh. Uh, it's much more narrow, and it also has a clear slope downwards. Oh, I hate that. Okay. Are, are the colors painted on the wall still red? No. Actually, you see yellow like lines lining the hallway, like a, like a yellow stripe on either side. Ah, uh, good. The containment wing, my favorite. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I I want to start making my way down. And while I do so, can I pull out my radio? Sure. Um uh you got a choice here. You could make me a pull uh. or not. Can I know what the option is? 
Uh, it's just a, it's just a, just a notice a thing. No, I do feel bad because this is fucking over everybody else. But I would Maybe like you to don't notice do the thing. I no, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do oh, it. See, that's what they all did. Yeah, apparently, I can drag them down to hell with me or whatever. Like <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, see, that one was fine. That one was easy. You feel kind of like a little wriggling on your on your back right shoulder. Oh God. Oh God. Okay. I <laughs> It's it's so slight you you like almost don't notice it. Okay. I, I wanna fuck. I think Ava just like kind of brushes it off. Okay. You hear like a squelchy sound and like a wet slap as something hits the ground. Oh I wanna look at it. You see, uh, like, you know, octopus? Yeah. Uh, it's as though someone took the top, like, mm, three to five inches of an octopus tentacle. Oh, that's much bigger than I thought it was. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. And it's just, like, wriggling toward... Okay, it's yeah, just that, writhing that can on stay the ground there. I, I'm walking away. I'm going down faster. Okay. It's fine. Well, I don't want to... Here's the thing. I don't want to step on it because then I feel like it'll stick to me and I don't want that. Do whatever you want. That sounds reasonable. <laughs> That's a logical conclusion to draw. I don't know. I, I don't know. I wasn't giving you shit. I said that to Hannes a lot today. Hmm. But okay. But as, as I'm going down over the radio, I want to try to radio to my friends. And so I'd just be like, um, Gavin, Hannes... Can you hear me? You just get static back on the line. I wait a second. And then I want to try Indigo. Make me a pull. Fuck. (laughs) Okay. Sure. I see. Now I'm beginning to think (laughs) that you're the reason the tower looks as janky. And maybe not. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Yes. Um. Yeah, so after, like, about a minute, and I should say, uh, this whole time while you're, like, walking down, descending. Briskly. Briskly walking down. You you hear, at, at fairly regular intervals, a slam coming from the, the door behind you. Is the pounding earthquake-like in nature? Yes. Oh, that's something that no one else <laughs> picked up is. on, but yes. No one else asked about that, but yes, it's it's like it it vibrates the whole corridor. I don't think I can fix that right now. I will I will quicken my pace and is there are there any doors or is this just a hallway? Just a hallway. Okay. Yeah, so after a minute or two, uh you hear Ava? Oh thank thank God, Indigo. I'm 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 sorry. I, I I'm sorry. I I thought I. Do you know where Hannes is? Do you know where Gavin are? Are they safe? I I don't know. I can. You you can't track them. You don't have cameras or something. Ava, I, the power is out for all of the basement level. There's nothing I can do. Nothing. I can't. I can't see them. There's no cameras or anything that I could spy through. Everything's been switched off. E- everything like other security doors? Like, are they in danger? Is, is old Knucklebones going to come back? Like, we, you have to help them. If I can't help them, you have to. I 
Ava, I can do my best, but that thing that you saw, I have to keep that contained. <sighs> okay. Look, I, I I can hear him pounding at the door I went down. I I think he's coming after me right now. I'll do what I can to stall him, but you get my people out. Do you do you hear me? You get them out. Our best plan right now is to have them climb up a chute. I it, orchid, Melanie, whatever said there was one on this floor somewhere. So, d- d- damn it, Maroon better be there with the grappling hook, ready to get them up. I can do that if if I know that that he that it won't follow them, that it won't come up. Can Indigo hear the pounding through the radio? Like I'd imagine it's very yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you, like, hold down the talk button when it happens, it, like, vibrates the whole floor kind of, like, through you. Like, you feel it in your legs. Yeah, I think I would just have it, like, as, like, an open... Like, you can set it to where it's just an open, like, receiver, right? Sure. I would just be like, listen for yourself and just keep it on so you can hear everything. Okay. If, If you don't have a good way to track him, you can listen through me and just know where he is by where I'm at. And in return, you help us. Deal? Uh, deal? Where are you? Um, door number four. Long, narrow hallway going down. Yellow walls. Yellow, uh, yellow, uh, what does the floor look like? Um, still a metal grate. Oh, you're you're going to the ice box. You might not want to go there. That that might be good for you. What's in the ice box? Uh nothing dangerous in its current state. Is there anything that can contain it down here? If it does follow me? Possibly. It would need to be sedated. Or... Great, how do I do it? I'm... I'm not sure you can. Do you have... Tranquilizers? Uh, <laughs> I, uh, pat my pocket where my magnesium is. <laughs> he can't see that, but that's that, fine. That works like a tranquilizer. Yeah, everyone knows. Um, I have a type of tranquilizer, you could say. That sounds vague enough for me to not believe you, but also think that you're going to do something very risky and probably cause a significant financial setback to me and my organization. Well, now you know how it's felt talking to you since we met. Call us even. And I'll continue down the zone. Because, like, Ava's plan is Mm -hmm. distract Mm -hmm. the thing, give Hannes and Gavin time to figure out whatever the fuck they're up to. <laughs> sure. And ideally get them out of here. Okay. And so to do that, I want to distract Orchid. So if the pounding stops and is not followed by a door opening or being thrown across a hallway, I would want to double back to try sure. to like bait it. Yeah. You you keep walking and the pounding continues. And eventually you start to, it starts to get cold and you're starting to be able to like see your breath. And you've been walking for a while 
when suddenly two things happen at the same time. You hear a clang reverberate from behind you, and the sprinkler system above you goes off. What? And you are very quickly drenched. Which one of them started a fire? Oh no, okay. They always think it's a fire. Cool for the sprinklers. I'm going to start running. Sure. And I want to step loudly so Orchid knows that I'm here and will follow. Okay. And my radio is still like open so Indigo can like hear what's happening. Are you saying anything to Indigo? Uh, no, but I feel like he heard the sprinklers engage. <laughs> No, he did, and he also heard the big, big clang, and he's like, Shit. Uh. Any, any instructions would be great. Uh, you're about to see something very strange. It's fine. Try not to break anything. How much time do you need to get Hannes and Gavin out? I, I could probably, I need to, I need to establish contact with them. Um. 420 blaze it. You'd hacked into my frequency. We're all on the same one. Fair enough. I'll try to get in contact. Uh, give me maybe ten minutes. Good luck. And you're still going down. You're making a lot of noises. You're, like, kind of jogging. Um, I, I want to set a ten-minute timer on my watch. <laughs> sure. You could do that. Eventually, the corridor kind of, like, levels out, and you come to another one of those, like, hexagonal doors with a wheel. But it's already open, and like it was opened a while ago. Opened normally, or perhaps broken down? (laughs) Oh, it's not looking good. It's very, very bad. But it, it's not like something was going the way you're going. It's, it's like something came from where you're going to. I have some guesses as to who (laughs) might have done that. Probably Hannes, you know. Oh, for sure. For sure. The mountain of a man. Uh, But yeah, so you kind of like push in uh, and you're in this gigantic room. You can't see the ceiling. It's it's like dark. It's like too dark to see uh, above you. Ice lines the walls and there are like big stalactites of ice coming down and stalagmites of ice like rising up from the ground holy shit Uh, and you you're on like a little catwalk almost there are stairs like immediately like going down to the like ground floor of this like circular ish chamber that has these like very large uh, tubes in it they're maybe 20 foot tall Jesus some of them uh, some are smaller. They kind of range. The like the largest is like twenty feet tall, and then the smallest is maybe like three feet. And they are all filled with like ice and like a frozen creature inside. Oh no! And they're kind of like they're arranged in a pattern so that like they kind of like spiral up in size. If that's making Whoa. sense. Oh yeah, that's. Very cool and also very horrifying. And the one one in like the medium sized uh ones is like broken. Oh no. Are they labeled? Yeah. Why wouldn't they be? Is is the one that's broken C one six nine? Yes. And he's a medium? Oh no. 
no. Bust open the big one. Nope. <laughs> Bust open the big boy. What what does it look like in the big one? Is it Bigfoot? You can't see it. Fuck. It's like the glass is like frozen and frosty. Is is there is there is there a way out of this room? Or is did I dead end? Uh you storage? you've dead ended in cold storage in the ice box. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Okay, shit. Okay. Um, Seven minutes left on your timer. Shit. Okay. Is there a corner where I am away from most of the big ones? Yeah. Yeah, you can go by, like, like the small, medium, low zone. Okay. I would like to try and hide. Do you have your eyes on the door? If possible, yes. Sure. So you're like peering around from behind one of the smaller two tanks, uh, and you're you're like just have your eyes over it. And you're just able to see it, and you hear this like this big stomps from beyond the doorway, and they get to the doorway, and then you hear. Oh no! Oh fuck! Oh fuck! <laughs> as though something is like enveloped, and then. You see Melanie come into the room. Oh, cool. It ate the other tentacle, didn't it? Great. Cool, 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 cool. No, that's not what happened. What happened then? It made a noise as it reformed into a small person. She had to put lots of meat away. You said enveloped. Yeah, she enveloped herself. What's my timer at? I'm going to give you an option. One pull. And your timer's at five minutes. Ah, shit. Two pulls. Three minutes. Three pulls. Two minutes. Oh, shit. Can I make one before I commit to the others? You can make one pull, but you have to commit to doing... You can't do, like, one and then see, and then two and then see. It's either one... No, yeah. I'm gonna... Yeah. I'm gonna make one for sure for five minutes. Okay. Here I go. Oh, Bob. Bob, I am <laughs> uncomfortable. Why? Oh, I don't know if I can. It's just talk to see if Melanie sees you. Minutes. Oh, no. <laughs> so I'm only making one. Only I'm one? I'm only doing one. Look at it. You sure? Uh, what's two? Two is three minutes? Two is three minutes. Okay, fuck. Okay, yeah, three minutes. Okay, and I'm, not, I'm not doing the third pull. Though. Oh, That's come on, okay. make a third pull. No, no, no. there is that that one row right in the middle is not um, good for any. Fuck. Okay. <gasps> oh, see, okay. it's fine. Shut the fuck up. No, you could it's make not. the okay. third pull. You could make <laughs> no. the third pull. No, no. Okay, so three minutes left. Three minutes left. What is Melanie doing? Melanie's looking around. She's kind of like tasting the air. You can see she's not even keeping up the facade with her eyes anymore. They're just glowing yellow. Oh, how how close is she to me and seeing me? She's she's above you, right? Like you had to come down like several like several flights of stairs to get to the bottom because you're like you're hiding right now. You're crouched behind a tank. And so even with the vantage point, she'd have to like walk. She'd have to know to walk across the catwalk to see you as opposed to just coming straight down. Okay. I want to try to wait for another minute. <laughs> don't, don't make me, don't, don't make, don't. Ava, make me a pull. But you can refuse it. You can always uh, refuse a pull. I 
I'm not I'm not gonna do it. I can't make it any worse for the people who are still alive. So okay, fuck it. Yeah, I am going to turn my radio on silent, so if Indigo starts talking, I can't hear it, but he can still hear me. Okay. And I want to have the magnesium and the flare gun in, like, my back pocket where I can easily just, like, whip that bitch out. You've got, like, the right? John McClane, yeah. Yes, like, very accessible, yeah. very practiced motions. Die hard ready. Actually, I lied. Flare gun in back pocket, magnesium vial up my sleeve. So that's, like, way accessible. Ah. You know? You know, like, tuck that in? Yeah, I want You've that. You've got the diehard flare gun and the magnesium Assassin's Creed hidden blade. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. You bet I do. All right. And I I, I want to step up and I want to have, like, again, uh-huh. like, my back to a wall so it can't come up behind me um, or steal my flare gun from my butt pocket and just say... Um, Yeah, what do you say to an eldritch being? I think... I think she's going to try to reason with it, right? Because it said it had a name. Mm -hmm. Uh, Okay. Um, You found me, Orchid. I... I, Let's just chat for a second, please. Right as you step out, you see Melanie just kind of like... Zero in on you. I hate it. Oh, this was a bad choice. And looks at you, and the third vertical eye in the center of its forehead opens up, and it takes one step, two steps, and then it kind of, like, molds itself around the railing and just falls. Oh, God. The 30 feet. Oh, my God. And it splats on the ground in front of you. Okay. And then it just... And it's Melanie again. And she's looking up at you. Third eye and all. Cool. (laughs) And she says, Talk? What's there to talk about? I, um, I'm not from here. You know that... Okay, you you you've been in my head. You've been in all of our heads. I this place is a nightmare, and we ju- we just want to help. If if we can help you, then you just don't hurt anyone else. But you and its voice is like changing as it talks. Like it doesn't keep Melanie's voice. It like. It cycles through a Rolodex of yeah. of tones, and it it says, "But you talk to the bad man. I can't trust you." We we were just trying to figure out what was going on. We were lost, and we were scared, and we're still lost and scared. Okay, we we're not. We talk to him once, we don't have to talk to him again. And uh, look, and I'll take my radio and like kick it across the room. You said you needed help being rescued. That that's that's our job. We help rescue people. And we we would like to do that. Hmm. What's my timer at? <laughs> I think your timer buzzes. 
Okay. Can I, can I, as I'm talking, can I be like slowly lowering my hands like to my sides and also silence the watch real quick? Sure. Sweet. Uh, we help people. You said you wanted help. None of this is a lie. I know. It looks at you and it says, I think you're going to help me quite a bit. And you see another eye at like the top of its cheek. One open on the right cheek and then one open on the left cheek. And it starts to look at you and it looks hungry. Oh no. Oh no, but the more time that I can buy for them is more time that they could be okay. Shit, okay. I want to bring my hand back and close around the flare gun. <laughs> but making it look very casual. Make me a pull. Ah! Okay. Damn it. If I, what happens if I knock it over again? Like, we have not homebrewed that rule yet. Uh, oh, no. Oh. <laughs> okay. Okay, but yeah, so yeah, I... Nothing, I, I uh, so yeah, you're, you're reaching back, but you're able to, like, keep looking at this thing that is birthing more eyes on its face, <sighs> and the fact that you're able to, like, keep looking at it, its, it's eyes are, like, trained on your face, and it's not distracted by okay. your hand moving towards your weapon. My cool weapon. My yeah. single shot. What? Wh- how, how can I help? Just t- tell me what you need and I'll do it. I need food. I'm so hungry. Okay. Um, order up. And I throw the magnesium at oh. it and shoot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you're... Okay. I am aiming for the magnesium. <laughs> yeah, I figured. All right. So, Ava, you do this. You hit the magnesium with your flare gun. And it, it does like a small explosion in front of this creature and you, you are like blown back. But, a small? I thought it was a big boom. Oh, it's a pretty big boom. But not as big as you rupture one of the tanks. Not one of the cryo tanks. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. But one of the things that seems to be powering it. And you hear a spark. Oh. You hear a whiz. <laughs> And then you just hear a colossal explosion. And then nothing else. And Ava, you wake up. I do? (laughs) In a completely white space. Ava. Who's most important to you in your life? Oh, shit. Someone who's important to you that you know isn't alive anymore. Probably her dad. Her dad was someone that she was very close to and was just such a source of support 
like because like in my head Ava always wanted to be a mom and just life didn't work out that way for her but her family that she had and that she later found like kind of trumped that um and her dad like he didn't die young but he died younger than he should have he was like I don't know like 50 um she had been taking care of him as like a caregiver for the last few years and one of her like favorite memories with her dad is that they would always go camping every summer in the same state park and it was like a dark zone yeah. where they could see the Milky Way and so when her dad passed nothing really tied her down anymore and so she went to the Arctic because that was the best place to see the stars yeah you can see it for like half the year so yeah so it, it, would, it would be her dad so you're you're in a completely white space, Ava. And you're lying down, you're like on your face and your your ears are like ringing. You you kind of like pick yourself up and you see uh kind of like start to like grow out of nothing like a a small green patch of grass again in like the void of white but you find it's solid you're not floating or anything you're like standing on solid something and you see like a patch of green grass and you see a bench and your dad's sitting at it and he's he's looking not like how he did in the last few years of his life Uh, He's looking like how you remember him when you were a child. When you were both going on camping trips a lot, when he would take you out and you'd both look at the stars and he'd tell you the stories about this constellation and that constellation. And, oh, and this one uh, over there, that's called Orion's Belt. That's, uh, it's a weird thing but people used to be like really into belts and like that's his belt <laughs> like he knew he knew the stories but he'd always like put his own little like twist on them uh just to keep it kind of interesting for him maybe and I, i'd like to think that over time we would just like made up our own mythology of like orion like, yeah needed a belt to keep his pants up because the seven sisters didn't sew his pants right right and- or like something like really silly yeah it's just like your own ridiculous mythology and it's like Ursa Major and Ursa Minor well Ursa Minor clearly can't drink and how do you know she's a major because <laughs> she got that big cup you know and but he's he's kind of sitting there he's not looking at you he's he's looking up and again to you it's it's the void but that's the only feature that you can see. What what do you do? I I would go just kind of sit down next to him. I don't think she would say anything. I don't think she would realize that she's even crying. Mm-hmm. But she would just take a seat and just kind of lean into him and just like put her head in his shoulder and look up with him. Yeah, and as you take a seat uh, and like right before you lean into him, he says... You too, huh, sweetheart? Oh. (laughs) He he gives you, like, kind of like a a wry smile. And it's like, well, 
you know, we both had a good run. And as you look up, the whiteness kind of like melts away and you just see the stars that you, from your childhood, exactly as you remember them, except they're more vibrant and they're more beautiful. And you see new constellations and colors that weren't there before, but are like wonderful. And your dad kind of like puts his arm around you and says, I'm sorry you're here, but I'm really glad that we get to make up stories about new stars together now. I think Ava takes a beat and she says, my last words were order up. (laughs) I mean, I didn't really have a ton of time in the moment to think of a good zinger, but I, I could have thought of something better than that. <laughs> well, I've heard of worse. Dad, I, I messed up really, really bad back there, and I tried to fix it, but I, I don't know if I did enough. How, how do I live with that? <laughs> well, I mean, Ava, I hate to break it to you, but, um... You don't have to live with it here. <laughs> I think I think that gets a chuckle out of her. I mean, that's that's fair, but will I ever know? He takes a while. He kind of like looks at the stars. You see a shooting star go by. And then he kind of just looks over at you and he says, "You'll know." And the two of you just watch the sky forever and Ava that's that's where your story ends now (laughs) we can't be sad now we gotta do we got other shit because guess what Ava your story doesn't end for the other chuckle fucks this is Uh... the secret chat (laughs) Ava you're gonna come back uh huh but you're not gonna be Ava Ooh, is this a ghost Theo situation? This is a ghost Theo situation, except, Ava, you're not a ghost. You have been subsumed into the collective that is Bartholomew. Ooh. Do I get to pick where my eyeball lives? You get to pick where your eyeball lives. Right on his butt. Fuck I was going to say, his, I was going <laughs> to guess his right butt or something like that. On his um, butt. All right. Your eye is on his butt. <laughs> But now that you're Bartholomew, Ava, uh, you will leave a wet trail. Mmm. Unfortunate for me. Unfortunate for your friends that most of the floor in this place is grating. That's true. (laughs) Also, did I hurt Orchid at all? Like, did I do anything that was helpful? Oh, no. You're Orchid, but you're leaky now. You're (laughs) you're very... Je ne sais quoi Fucked Like you're dying Actively I mean It is Uh, How this is going to work Basically You can't use Any of your weird Orchid stuff anymore Because Well it's because (laughs) Ava did such a good job You're fucked now Basically you're on a ticking clock Going down until you Die Or until you Lose Your composure Cool Uh, You have three Three times you can use your like orchid powers. You can like manifest your stuff. Each time you use one of your three like freebies, we'll say, your clock 
ticks down faster, and you Ooh. lose a chunk of time. And when my clock runs out, I'm dead. No, when your clock runs out, your Ava guys falls, because you're going to look like Ava, and so that's kind of taking all of your energy right now. Gotcha. So, like, th- for three times, you can do something that isn't look like Ava, while keeping your, like, ava enus up, if that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. And you... Well, I mean, you're dead unless you can feed right then and there, basically. Ooh, okay. Oh, cool. Okay. Um, what are my orchid powers that I could use? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so you can change your shape. Uh, you can talk psychically with someone. However, now you can only communicate with Gavin because... Oh, interesting. Well, Gavin, you've established a connection with. That's why he was bleeding earlier. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So you can talk to Gavin. You can change your shape. You can hide yourself. And then your last thing you can do is you can move one of your severed tentacles that you have. Oh, cool. Could I keep a severed tentacle? Like, could I, could I like, sever one and have it be under rubble so they think I'm squished, <laughs> but I'm not? Oh, yeah, 100%. We'll say that you've done that and that that doesn't count as, like, a thing. Like, you just have one there under the rubble, Okay, but sense. to move it would be one of my three. To move it would be one of your, one of your zones. Excellent. Yeah. Oh, cool. Oh, Bob, this is so cool. I <laughs> am... Ooh, this will be interesting. Yeah, fuck them up. <laughs> <laughs> should we? Uh, should we bring back the other two? I mean, yeah. Let's uh, let's bring the guinea pigs in. Let's let's do that. <laughs> oh, Jacob and Christine, when you hear this later, know that I love you and I'm sorry. <laughs> Jacob and Christine, when you hear this later, know that I love you and I'm not sorry. <laughs> You all have just heard and been the victims of a colossal explosion. Hannes. Yeah? You wake to find the corridor in front of you rent in twain. Oh no. The metal working is now twisted and mangled as you see a hole leading into a gigantic semi-circular chamber. It is like a huge cylinder. (gasps) Where is my dog? Wait, where is my dog? Gavin, you... Wait, no, 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 where's Gunter? Uh, You and Emery wake to a much similar thing. You see... (gasps) Wait, Emery wakes? You see... Emery woke. Thank you whoever started a fire and then put it out because that the water helped. That was you? No, no. I, the water was me. Yeah, and the water woke him up. So thanks for that, I guess. <laughs> this is fun. I like secrets. <laughs> so, uh, Gavin, you and Emery both wake to see much the same thing, except your perspective on this this big chamber is much lower than Hannes's. Hannes is like a floor above you. <gasps> um. Yeah, I know, Hannes. How'd you get when up? Did I how'd Gavin get down? Who knows? I do. Um. It was a ramp. <laughs> Well, there goes the mystery. Uh, Hannes, you're looking 
down. You come to the edge, and you look down, and you see this this big, expansive uh, hole in the ground, basically. It had a bunch of huge, like, stalactites of ice uh, hanging from the ceiling. Those are gone now. Uh, those have fallen to the floor, and you see these, like, ten big cylinders, uh, one of which is broken and shattered, one of the, like, middling large ones in, the like, the center of this room. Mm-hmm. And kind of by the small ones, you see Ava kind of, like, crawling her way out of rubble. And you see on the other side of the rubble, a squid tentacle. Octopus oh. tentacle, a tentacle tentacle. It's bad. Oh, oh no. Um, like connected to her? Oh no. Oh no. No, like it's like it's like it's crushed in the rubble. And oh. Ava oh. is like clawing oh. her way out from the other side. Ooh. Go, Captain. <laughs> I think Yeah, I don't I don't look good. I would imagine something is broken. <laughs> Probably. And uh yeah, and Ava, you kinda look up. And you see Hannes on one level, Gavin on another, like, midway level point, and then even above Hannes, one level up from there, uh, you see a, like, a slight hole, like a crack. So you were in, like, a a cylinder, right? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And you, like, blasted, like, one wall of the cylinder open. Sweet. Does that make sense? Like, so, oh, like, I'm, one, I'm loving all over that. Thank you. It doesn't go all the way to the top, but it... It gets as close, though, right? It gets pretty close. Hell uh, yeah. And you can even see, like, one layer above Hannes. It seems to be, like, slightly, like, broken and stuff. Fuck yeah. <laughs> you seem very excited about this, which I'm taking as a good sign. You all, uh, you all see each other. Gunter? Where do I see Gunter? Yeah, Gunter's with Hannes. I just wanted to make oh, Christine sweat bullets for a minute. <laughs> I what the fuck? So much. Did every every single listener who's very invested in this good good boy also hates you so much? Just That's so you fine. Know. Tweet at me. I won't read it. <laughs> but I will read them to you. I will come to your house late at night and creep up to your window, and I will read you the hate messages for keeping us in suspense over our wonderful dog Gunter. <laughs> Um, Hannes, H- Hannes kind of leans out and says, "Status update." <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Emery's awake and kicking. He seems fine. Uh, there was oh. a big old spider, and it's dead now. So a that's spider? you're welcome for that. <laughs> uh, and now there's a giant hole. Um, that that's about all I got. And you see Emery kind of just go, "Hi, guys." I don't know what's going on. Oh, no. That makes two of us. Eva. Hi. Um, Indigo said 169 needed to be tranquilized. Magnesium worked really well. Um, can you help me up? Oh my god. This episode brought to you by the movie Weekend at Emery's, where you just push around (laughs) Emery all the time. I think that's a joke. I haven't seen the movie it's a joke of, but I've heard a lot of jokes about it. Whoa. Hey. (laughs) Nice to see you here. Oh my gosh. I, um... 
I have to read some credits, but uh, do you mind, like, sticking around, keeping me company? Thanks so much for listening to Dread and Breakfast. I'm going to give a huge shout-out to Eli Schneider for composing our theme song. You can find him and his band, Open Doors, on Spotify. I'm going to give another huge thank you to Grey Voice for letting us feature their song, Next Time Arrives, off their album, Woodier, and My Apartment is a Spaceship, off the album, Enter the Void Machine. So, yeah, check them out on Bandcamp or Spotify. Our very talented friend, Cherry Sorbet, created this story's fantastic artwork. Uh, It's the cryo tank from the icebox that you finally heard about. So that's pretty cool. You can tell her on Instagram or Twitch or Twitter at Cherry Sorbet if you think she did a good job of nailing that. Tell her that she did, though, because I think it's fantastic. You can find links to all of her cool stuff on our website, dnbpod.com. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram at dnbpod or find us on Twitter at dread and be fast. If you like the show, be sure to give us a quick rating and review on your favorite podcast app. Uh, tell me what your favorite episode of the podcast has been so far. I am very curious. Also, guys, share the love. Tell a friend about us. Thank you all again so much for listening. Uh, The next episode is going to be the last episode of this story, Phasmophobia, which is the conclusion of our first season. Holy shit. Let's go do this. Let's go. Bye, everyone.